Or just another option, you could send Ultravision in. Wait, what? Ooh. <laughs> that was a horrible segue. But let's talk. It really about was, but well, Marvel's What If Ultra or Ultron One. I was gonna call him Ultravision again. Yeah. Episode eight, dude. <sighs> this was a fucking doozy. Yes. <laughs> so we we were correct in guessing, educated guessing, that these two, these final episodes of What If, were going to break away from the sort of anthology style storytelling, mm-hmm. where each was like its own little world of things happening, and we're getting into uh, multiple stories starting to cross over and characters starting to meet up and do things. I would like to point out right off the bat that I was half correct. He did get the stones from uh, Thanos, but not in a way I thought. <laughs> so, <laughs> What did you thought he was going to do? I thought he was going to go after zombie Thanos and get the stones from uh, him with the mind stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'd have all of them. But no, Thanos or, just came to him and he... Or, yeah, or you could just up. have Thanos show up and then you slice him in half. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I, I did. I kind of like that scene where it's like, whoa, oh, what's this? Huh. Neat. Right. Uh, the the funny thing about that is that scene like on one side was just very perfectly executed in terms of humor and timing yeah and at the same time perfectly executed the like most egregious form of plot holes and like uh refrigerator logic that you could ever have for all the mcu stuff that they've been building up yeah because because you're just like oh uh, yeah, Thanos shows up and Ultron takes him out and now he's got all the stones and they did it really quick so that that way they can move on with the episode because yeah. it's a very short condensed episode. That makes sense. But that refrigerator logic kicks in mm-hmm. and you're like, go and get yourself something to drink and you open up the refrigerator and you're like, wait a second, hold on. How did Thanos have all of the other stones already yeah. at this yeah. point in the timeline? Yeah, right. How does that... Oh, fuck, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> so just to give people kind of a, a general overview of this episode, uh, what if Ultron won? So Ultron's built. Uh, he doesn't go through that process where he turns into Vision. Instead, he becomes kind of the ultimate uh, vision of what he's supposed to be, Ultron. Uh, yeah. Takes over the world, essentially... Uh, it doesn't stop it. there. Destroy because humanity's bad, and he has to destroy it. So he destroys that, starts destroying the universe, and then uh, the Watcher keeps talking, and he fucking hears the Watcher, and he's like, "Wait, there's more." And he goes into the Watcher's world where he can see all the multiverse, and he starts busting his ass through. Like they get in a big battle, that they bust was through amazing. it, dude. Amazing. Um, yeah, Thanos shows up, he, uh, obviously cuts him, uh, as we said, and he gets all the stones, the Infinity Stones, and, uh, wow, it's fucking... I was, it's... yeah, I was, I was watching, uh, wow. I react, because, like, after I see something, I like to watch other channels, and other people, and the, my favorite comment I ever saw was when Ultravision and the Watcher are fighting in, like, Times Square, and in the background you see Cap- uh, Steve Rogers taking the oath to become president. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and sure. then he starts punching him, and the it, like it starts shifting multiverse. The best thing I saw was, did this man just punch him so hard he turned everyone black? <laughs> he did, because everyone shifted into Wakanda. Wakanda, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that whole scene was super dope. Um, yeah. it was great. The whole episode in general was just really good. One of the like, better episodes, yeah. 
Uh, first off, Absolutely. they had a post-apocalyptic setting, so I was already on board. Hawkeye with had the robotic arm. Cyborg Hawkeye. That was that was great. Super great. Loved it. So depressed though. <laughs> um the the whole having uh Black Widow Hawkeye break into the uh the thing to get to what's his name? Um Armin Zola. Armin Zola. Yeah, Zola. To to get the the what's the word? Well, they had the low-tech version oh, of, yeah. of data yeah. because that would be the only thing that survived in this post-apocalyptic world where a robot AI has taken over kind of thing. Yeah, it was really clever. Kremlin. Yeah. And they start going through papers and it's like, they even make the Raiders of the Lost Ark reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really quick, so, yeah. I want to ask you though. So it's Hawkeye still. Now, uh, I imagine his family's dead in this scenario. Probably. Probably saying the only thing that keeps him from becoming Ronan is the fact that uh, 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 Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow, is there by his side. Is she keeping him straight and narrow? Uh, I, I don't know. I think or there isn't an opportunity or a reason or resources yeah. for him to go all Ronan. Okay. Like, they're still on, like, Avengers mission, whereas him becoming Ronan in the main series was, I've lost everything. Let me fade into the darkness of anti-heroism. Yeah, this is of... like, they're still I, being good yeah, guys. I, I would agree with that only because of the fact it's also earlier in the timeline, technically. So yeah. like Hawkeye and Black Widow are still able to like go around and do stuff together. Yeah. And then in this scenario, literally everyone else is dead. So who are you going to be Ronin-ing? in this particular scenario. You I know guess what I mean? you got a point. Yeah, there's you don't no really way. You don't really need to do a fashion change and change your name when the only other person who is going to be referencing you is your friend who knows your old name. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good point. There's no real reason to do that, so... <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, they get the... Uh, they go in, they get the information uh, where Zola is, and then they go and find him. Uh, Which the is interesting, and has implications to the main story for sure yeah this for is sure. the second one right because the one in uh wherever so, cap uh, came from uh, winter soldier new jersey yeah yeah that one got blown up obviously and what was it number yeah. two it blew up right with him and yeah Black winter Dino. soldier yeah okay mm -hmm. um so yeah this is the second one and he has no idea you know obviously what happened he was shut he's down been off this entire time. so they flip him on and he's like yeah, oh like, you must want to know trying to do his monologue he's like no nah, we've been through this <laughs> nah, we don't care <laughs> Yes, uh, it's like, great. I really like. I really like how they brought back Zola a couple of times throughout the series, and each time they just shit on that dude, and it's great. I love it. Like yeah. every time they bring him back, just shit on him in different ways, and I I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked. I really liked the visuals of this episode. They did a really good job in terms of uh, all of the visual storytelling here. Um, specifically, like during that chase sequence when Hawkeye and Black Widow are trying to escape the facility after yes. the Ultron bots get the get the word that they're there, and uh, they're trying to get out with the Zolo Ultron bot who's like infiltrated into the system, off. and they shot his legs off because they don't want him fucking off because that's totally something he would do. Yeah, but like they do that reverse end game thing where Hawkeye's just like, I'm tired, I don't want to do this anymore. Yep. And he, like, sacrifices himself so that uh, Black Widow and, and Zola can get out. And they do that ridiculous, like, that's zoom out, epic. slow motion, where, like, the whole the whole tube thing that they're falling in is, like, 15 times larger than it actually could be kind of thing. Like, well, oh, yeah, that's, that's the same that Cap and Bucky were fighting Iron Man in. 
Yeah, 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 that's that same area, but like that place is the way that they shot that one particular oh my scene God, where yeah. it's falling back. So much bigger. It's just ridiculously large. Like, there's absolutely no way that that's how big that place actually was. But it looked great, and that whole scene was super cool. Also, one of the things that I saw that uh, kind of speaks forward to some of the things we might see later in the Hawkeye series is we got some more examples of arrows that yeah. Hawkeye has access to that uh, <laughs> might explain that one line in the teaser we saw for Hawkeye. Where, there are more uh, dangerous ones than this? You got more dangerous arrows than this one that explodes a car? Because, like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Yeah, we're getting up to it. We're getting there. It is this fucking oh. scene, right? dude. That is so well. Uh, yeah, just great. Done. Just super great. That's just a great scene. Like, that's a desktop background, right there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. It's great. It was great. Very, oh, yeah. very nice. Loved it. Um, and then the rest of the episode was just as good and just as beautiful. Like once we get to the the fight scene with Ultravision and the Watcher. And like you see the watcher like go into fucking bodybuilder mode, <laughs> super skin, yeah. and he's this isn't even my final form form. Like it's it's great because it's uh, it's amazing. And then just watching the two of them punch each other through different universes, and then all the Jack Kirby dots everywhere. Like there were so many Jack Kirby dots, all of the little black circles, uh, making the dark energy swooshy things. Oh, loved it. And then, and then my favorite thing, the visual nod to Galactus. Oh, yes. yeah, the big head. Yeah, yeah. Where Ultravision is, right like, here. super big, and he chomps down on the galaxy thing. You're like, oh, that's so good. So good. So good. Like, they didn't have to do that. There's no reason for that. But they threw it in there. Why not? Because they're having fun, and I was having fun. This was a fun episode. <laughs> it was super fun, dude. I enjoyed every moment of this episode. It was so... It actually had some gravitas to it, some extra meaning. And on top of that, you know, with the Watcher, it was even stepped up more, right? You're like, holy shit, now he's in the multiverse. Is this going to now tie into everything else they're doing with Marvel? Yeah. Um, fuck, dude. It, it, yeah, there's a lot in the line. We only have one episode left. One right. episode left to figure out how they're going to stop. And I really, like, I really like how this episode ended because of the fact that it's going to be a two-parter. It ended with the watcher got his shit kicked in. <laughs> yeah, he's not he was not prepared for Ultravision showing up in Wrecking House and uh the only thing he can do was to run away. And so at the end of the episode after they're done punching each other through multiverses and destroying places, the watcher like beams off to fuck off back to that little pocket dimension that he left evil Doctor Strange in. And uh, yeah, the only place that's not necessarily connected anymore to everything. It's kind of its own little yeah egg. And so yeah, so we're left with the watcher and a very smug evil Doctor Strange being like, "Oh, look who came crawling back." I know, right? <laughs> Uh, Des, you had posted an article in there. Marvel writer reacts to MCU fan complaints about the Infinity Stones in what yeah. if? Because of what now? That, uh, so it's it's a long-standing rule within all of Marvel. Yep, we talked about it here before too. Yeah. Infinity Stones don't work outside of their native universe. Sure. So how was Ultravision doing all of that random super Infinity Stone power bullshit? How was he going toe-to-toe -to -toe with a being as powerful 
as the watcher mm -hmm. and apparently the answer is he's not using them he's using them to power himself yeah it's himself from that universe not using it on something else in that new universe so yeah, like technically he's, he's not it's... using them as a tool he's yeah. using them like a battery yeah, like the 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 DBZ fight that they do once he crosses the threshold into the the crystal matrix room, um, you don't see him like you know turning things into butterflies or crushing moons and smashing them down or teleporting or turning back time like Thanos mm -hmm. did in Endgame when he had all the stones. You see him just blasting laser beams out of his chest, full fucking force, and punching the Watcher over and over again, like. I think that's how they're getting around that particular yeah. iteration. Because we did see, we do see Ultravision use the stones when he's yep. in his universe. That's how all of the Ultron Sentry bots were created. He uses the Reality Stone to make all of them appear out of the red, goopy mist stuff. And so, like, we know that he was using the stones and knows how to use the stones. It's just they decided to make that particular thing here. And honestly, for me, I'm fine with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with having that be the explanation. Plus, again, you know, it's comic book stuff. It, it, yeah, it's it's not sure. that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, I, it's, I it's, partially disagree. It's not that big of a deal. No, 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 no. Established rules are meant to be broken because storytelling is not set in stone. But on top of all of that, Besides that, the way that they implemented their breaking of the rules only kind of broke the rules. I honestly... And they did it in a way that made that episode more exciting. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that fight between those two definitely needed to happen. Because it was fun to watch, it was really interesting, mm -hmm. and brings a lot of interesting stuff into the series. And that wouldn't necessarily be able to happen if they stuck to the rules of, oh, these don't, these don't work anywhere else besides where it comes from kind of thing. Yeah. I, I don't follow the rules as closely as Dez or even you, probably Fat Sack, but the, the reason they give, you know, it's, it's changing himself and he's from that universe, so it's not changing anything in the outside in the new universe. Makes sense to me. I'll buy it. Sure. Why not? Because, yeah, you know, does that mean that he's going to be able to punch this guy through the, the multiverse? Like, I don't know. I don't really want to think about it because, yeah, it's fucking cool as shit and yeah. it makes the episode super fun. I dug it. Plus, there are way more things to get upset about if you want to get into the nitty-gritty details of, like, wait, how does that make sense? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like, having having Ultron in his Ultravision mode being able to Kamehameha blast through his chest with all of the fucking stones is not the thing to get upset about. <laughs> there are so many other things that you could get upset about. Is this doesn't make any goddamn sense. How is this supposed to work in the universe that we've established? Like, come on. <laughs> I think Rule of Cool definitely overrides it in this particular in situation. This instance, yeah, I'll, I'll buy I think that. Rule of Cool definitely overrides it here. In other instances, specifically in the What If series, there have been plenty of things which is like, why did they do it that way? We've already established that it works this way. It's not really that much cooler if you do it this way, so I don't know why it is. Like, eh, I don't know. Or, yeah, the what-if that they give you really wouldn't explain what's actually happening because there would have <laughs> right. to be a what-if way back before all yeah. this took place. Like, hold on yeah. here. But, but uh, yeah. at the end of it, we get an episode that, on the whole, I think finally lives up to my expectations of what this whole concept of a series was trying to be, at least when I heard about it being pitched originally, and from my experience with the What If series in the Marvel comics, of being able to do cool, fun, interesting things with the characters 
and just kind of go off and do whatever. Like this was like one of the first episodes that really utilized a lot of that stuff and did a lot of really fun, interesting stuff that the entire episode, I was just like, hell yeah, that was cool. I want to see more. So uh, I approved 100%. It was a great episode. Oh, yeah. Dead, uh, dead. I just called you dead. I'm sorry. Dez? Dad? Dad? <laughs> dad? Uh, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I finally got milk and smokes. <laughs> That took a Fucking long time. Deadbeat motherfucker. Fucking 35 years. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, so you liked the episode, but you had some issues with kind of the uh, rules? Uh, yeah, or... I was... I, like, first watch through, it's like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. Oh, this fangasming and whatnot. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, I had that moment. It was like, Infinity Stone, Stone, Infinity Stone. <laughs> yeah, that was a big part of Loki, like you said. It was, it was yeah. kind of a... Hmm. Yeah. Um, all in all, though, yeah, I thought this was great. Um, one thing I did like, and I don't think it was intentional, but the internet sure thought this was fucking hilarious, and I agree with the internet at this instance, is when Ultravision uh, bisects him, he's perfectly balanced. And he falls ah, and... nice touch. All things should be. Yeah, he falls <laughs> perfectly like that. It's like... I, I did stuff. like the look on his face. Like he shows up, but you you think he's like expecting something, and there's like that moment of confusion. Like, huh, huh, interesting. Wap. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, super silly. One thing I thought was weird is he goes over and he looks at the gauntlet, and then just vaporizes the what I assume is an Uru gauntlet. And mm -hmm. he leaves the stones. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, he can just vaporize Uru now? I, okay. Yeah, another one of those kind of, mm, okay, we'll go with it. Yeah, and then there's know. like, yeah, then there's like timeline issues, but it's like, it's a turn this your point, brain off at, thing. Yeah. At this point, you can't, you can't look at the timeline issues. Like, it just, they're just, they're never going to address it. Agreed. They're never going to do anything about it. They'll probably keep fucking it up because it's at, yeah. at this point, it's obvious they don't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like wait, how does Thanos have Thing if Thing is like, no, shut up. No, nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> at that uh, point, they're I just think, like, just roll with it, buddy. Yeah, I think my favorite <laughs> part in the entire episode, though, is the Watcher like monologuing over a sad Ultra Vision. Mm. And like, it's like he's reading a script he hasn't read through before. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it really, yeah. You really get that instance of like this dude's reading like from a teleprompter almost. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, the sad robot is left all alone, finally completing his vision, and like a dog who finally catches the car after chasing it for so long, doesn't know what to do with it. And then Ultra Vision's like looking around, like, what the fuck is that? And slowly he taps into a new type of perception. Never for the scene before in a life form of his kind. And therefore he starts to see the watcher. Wait, what? Hold on. Hold on. What was that? Yeah, like, that's... that's exactly how that goes. <laughs> like, yeah, he's reading it. And it's like, and then he notices the, huh? who's there? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he like, throws down the blinds. Because he's like a peeping Tom kind of thing. Like, pretty just much. we just got caught. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Windows to all the world, or multiverse, yep. I guess. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got to ask you guys, what, what do you where do you think is going in the final episode? What's going to be the final showdown here? Oh yeah, he's they're gonna him and Strange are going to recruit the uh, multiversal Avengers. Yeah, yeah. I from think all the I think that's. Episodes. I think finally seeing like all of the teaser footage that we've got, trying to piece together where this was going, mm -hmm. and then what we got from this this first part of the the finale of the season. Um, yeah, I think recruiting the what if Avengers. Um, I oh, think we're better, gonna. Yeah. I think we're gonna get uh, zombies versus robots. Because yeah, I think I that think would be so. fun, and I think maybe we'll get zombie Thanos with. Um, so, Infinity Stones versus Ultra Vision with Infinity Stones. It brings up two big points then. I mean, obviously they're going to have to, and they could because he killed Thanos, get Gamora and that sword, right? We've seen her in the teaser. They have to still yeah. go grab her, but they could use him as a little uh, uh, a heart tug, whatever. Your dad. Yeah. Oh, my dad who loves me so much. Um, right. Brain. Now you're oh. talking about yeah Thanos, uh, zombie Thanos. How are they gonna are they gonna like break through that wall and pull them in? Is it gonna get really fucking wild in here? I think As I think it it's gonna get already. really fucking wild. I think it's gonna get really fucking wild. I think they're gonna do zombies versus robots. Yeah, yeah. I mean they introduced I, them right. I, I won't even be surprised because it looks like it's in the trailer. Yeah, is different universes are gonna collapse in on each other. So, like, the zombie universe will collapse in on the Ultron Lins universe? What was that line from, I think it was from Loki, he mentioned something like that, where the multiversal war and, like, they were collapsing in on each other and only, oh, yeah. almost like Highlander, yeah. only one could survive? Yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, it's, it's the season finale, go big, go home kind of thing. Like, I feel like we're going to get yeah. wacky, ridiculous bullshit. We're going to get all the characters that we've seen beforehand finally coming together. Uh, doing the Avengers version or the what if version of Avengers, the team up. We're going to get that classic spin around one last time. Um, yeah, uh, probably a lot of jokes, probably more references. And then I think it's probably going to end with something drastic. I think the ending is going to be something that's like leaves a cliffhanger-esque type story thread that will either get picked up in the second season, which we know is going to come, mm -hmm. or might be, like, the thing that ties together all of these big Nexus events that we've seen in the other series and might be going into Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange as yeah, sequel. Yeah, I was thinking that, yeah. So, that's what plus, I think. Plus, there's something we're all in agreement of, but there's been no confirmation of, oh, they should probably do a live action of at least one of these. Mm, yeah, sure. So, like, I know we were all excited, and even Haley Atwell was like, "Yeah, this is, like, <laughs> is do a Captain Carter." If right. they redo, if they do a live series of anybody in this entire What If series, I want to see that one. I want to sure. see that one. I mean, even yeah, yeah, more yeah. than I think, just because of how they portrayed the character, even more than uh, Killmonger as the uh, Black Panther. I don't yeah. like how they portrayed I, him to yeah, be that. that. Be, I think that's another, like, that's a season two what if. Also, we didn't even, I guess we didn't even see him in the, uh, but he would have to come back too, yeah. Or the, uh, he's, or he's in the what if season. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's in the circle. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, he is. That's right. I remember now. Hmm. Getting yeah. Chadwick might be a tough one. Well, obviously 57, but that's yeah. not what we're talking about right now. Gosh. <laughs> you, you wouldn't need him. No. Because T'Challa's already dead, so... Yeah. Right, and, and oh, like... Oh, fuck, that's grim. <laughs> but the characters 
arc has been completed and we don't yes. have to try and figure out a way to canoodle it back into use, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think um, I think it's definitely going to end on a big cliffhanger that will continue into the second season. And I'm hoping we get a little bit of connection for the Multiverse of Madness. Or, if not directly leading into, in Multiverse of Madness, have like a reference to things that happened from the What If stuff. Yeah, maybe like, making like their way see, one way or the other. You see a Doctor Strange live action version of a scene. Like he walks through that big, like, glass watcher realm. It's like, hey, what was that? Don't worry about that. That's fine. Well, <laughs> Just, you don't want to know. <laughs> We already dealt with that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, this is, it's going to be a big episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think conclusion is not the correct word, but there will be some finality to it. Um, I hope it sets up oh. second season. I don't think there's going to be a finality to this. I don't think you're I think the I think the big reveal, the twist or the the plot thread is that they're not going to be able to stop Ultravision. I think the thing is they're going to figure out that Ultravision can't be stopped because of the way that the multiverse works. And so they're going to have to do something else in order to like hinder him or stop him because Ultron in the comics can't be stopped. The age of Ultron, when yeah. it happens, is something that occurs across multiple timelines and multiple worlds. And so from then on, in the Marvel universe of all of the different stories, one of the things you have to worry about is like timelines converging and Ultron showing up or tapping into a universe where Ultron has taken over the place and now you have to deal with him kind of thing. And I think we're going to see something potentially like that for the MCU side for Ultron. Yes. Because I think it'd be a lot of fun if, like, Kang the Conqueror is always a threat that you have to worry about, and then Ultron is always a threat that you have to worry about. And then we can keep these characters keep coming back for later on things that don't necessarily always have to be, like, the major threat that everyone comes together for, like, an Avengers-style thing, but could be a fun little, oh, fuck, we gotta deal with Ultron today because somebody stubbed their toe and that just happened to create a branch timeline. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be a lot of fun. I think you could do stuff like that. So a couple of episodes ago, maybe even last episode, I, I was thinking about, okay, where is this going to go? And I came upon a realization that we're all missing one important key, or two actually important keys to this, right? You got Ultron okay. uh, or Ultravision, whatever you want to call him. You have Zombie Thanos, but Zombie Thanos is missing that one stone, right? So obviously everybody has to come together to kind of help him out in a sense because he's not going to be as powerful. He never would have been uh, as powerful as Ultron is right now. but they're severely, like you said, severely underpowered, right? They're not going to win. We forgot about Ego and Peter. They're mm. here in, like, Iowa at the fucking Dairy right. Queen or there whatever. Right, there is... The, yeah, right. the... the, the seen so far. There's do hanging have out, that. dude, and they gotta come into Ego's play a here. There is yeah. a what-if scenario with, uh, with Star Chala, as 57 called him, yeah. where in Peter Quill is being recruited by Ego and he hasn't That's had all of the he hasn't had all of the Guardians of the Galaxy training and years of emotional abuse that has toughened him up or whatever to 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 realize that Ego is bad for him. I so mean, 
Uh, on the flip side of that, you can look at when he went out. To, I think he went to Ego's planet and he just like completely obliterated it in like a second yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, but there was that scene where you just see but, Ego's fucking planet just explode. Or so himself, that could also I guess. Be a thing. Uh, Ego himself explode. I don't know whatever you want yeah. to call it. But uh, hold, what is it? Uh, I'm just saying. He's, I think he's it's the mid-season trailer. There's a scene I haven't seen yet uh, with Ego like seemingly draining Peter of his energy. Ooh. Another uh, baddie? Are we getting a third? Hold on. Ooh, so it could be zombie Thanos. <laughs> Fucking Ultravision uh, robot uh, annihilation. And then a third contender, wild card, Ego, who's absorbed Peter Quill's, like, star power. That could be interesting. Uh, there's. An, I'm watching this mid-season trailer right now. There's another scene we haven't seen so far. What's that? It, uh, it looks... Hold on, I'm trying to get there. It's Pepper... Shuri and the Dorma Lage running down a hall together, and Pepper's holding a big ass gun. Oh, so they are bringing the the Killmonger thing in there somehow. Maybe all of these different universe stories are collapsing in on each other, with the convergence point being the fight between the Watcher uh, that one and Ultra Vision. Right here, hold up, get to it. Let me pull this up. I think I see the one you're talking about about him draining the power. Yeah, right. Um, this right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's definitely yeah. That dude's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what timestamp are you talking about? Them running down a hall. That's definitely yeah. Uh, that's definitely on. ego, and that's got to be Peter in the DQ. Yeah. It looks like the inside uh, of a Derek. One eleven. Oh, that's right before the set. Oh, right here. Yep. Pepper. For yeah, sure. we haven't seen that before either. Yeah, she got a little gloves on. That's a big ass gun, too. Yeah, right. I think it's like the uh, uh, what was that Will Smith movie? Gosh, I'm horrible at shit today, guys. I am forgetting everything. Old Men age. Black. Men in black. With the uh, little uh, guy. Shot in the dark, I got it. <laughs> oh, the noisy cricket? Yeah, yeah they're a little cricket. Pew, and it blows it back. Anyway. Kerpow! <laughs> yeah, so... Yep, a couple of scenes we haven't seen yet. So that's uh, interesting. I mean, yeah, we haven't... We got here, you got... What is... oh, Have we seen another this? another one, hold on. Damn it, I keep trying to, like... Oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah, this is here. when the... Uh... Alt, uh, yeah, that's Vision episode. blows up. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, that's when Vision pulls out his head. Uh, 120. Thor There's hitting a... an Ultron bot right there. Well, it's it's Natasha with Clint's bow. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here we haven't actually seen yet, and it looks like it's from that last episode. Because there's all of these Avengers people. Oh, uh, and there's... Oh, uh, nope, that's an Nazi. I thought that was an Ultron bot for a second. No, I mean, you got the... Uh, no, that's a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> you got uh, Thor fighting. That's an Ultron bot, though. Yeah, that, that, that's a scene we got, uh, I think, yesterday, the day before, of the, like, the pre-episode promos, and it's, like, Thor fighting a bunch of Ultron bots, and the Watcher is trying to talk to him. It's like Thor, Odin's son. You have been Hotha! Take that! It's like you—you you have been. Come here! It's like, all right, no. 
Never mind, we don't need him. <laughs> oh no, he just like interrupts him and picks him up in one hand. As the watch, yeah, the watcher's fucking massive. I love Korg here. Oh, with the pacifier, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, we've seen this guy. Uh oh, Rapper did strange. You will see. Let's try to see in the background. Do we see anything different? I mean, I see lights off to his right, our left. I'm wondering, is that him outside of the, uh... That's probably earlier in the episode, though. Anyway, not that it matters. We know he's going to show up anyway. Oh, oh yeah. Mm... Hentai strange, exactly. Oh, baby. Oh, here we go. Gamora. Yeah. Killmonger. That's all I have for him. Anyway, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. Or in a couple hours for me. Or a couple tomorrow. hours for him. Yeah. Still technically tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this last episode. I Overall, I think the What If series has been a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah, right there. We, there's been plenty of things to, like, complain about it and critique it, but... On the whole, I think the series overall has just been... It's been a fun series. Like, it's just been fun to watch. I just want to point out on this one uh, at 34 seconds, Thor says, Zombies, great idea. To, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, there you go. See, See? I, I, think, I think that's a deep cut. Like, the whole zombie things might be a callback to the actual Marvel zombies. And it oh. might be that Corrupted Strange is responsible for the zombies... Yeah, in, in the um, normal zombies, it's the maker who yeah. is responsible for the zombie universe. It's interesting because uh, in this episode, the Watcher refers to Ultravision's conquest as the hunger, and that's the name of the zombie virus <laughs> in in Marvel Zombie. So yeah. they could be going that angle. That could be interesting. I was when this first started out, and like, oh, we're getting a zombies. I was seriously hoping it was actually going to be the maker, and that's they were going to like backdoor tease the Fantastic Four. Hmm. The hunger is what that's what the zombie virus is called. Yeah, they refer so. to it in the Marvel Zombies comic. They refer to what that feeling is and why they do oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they call still have the brain hunger. function and uh, they're, yeah, they're still powers. them. Yep, yep. It's just the unbearable, unmistake. They can't not do it. Unsatiable as well. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for a minute you're trying to do a uh, Terminator, where you you know you send in uh, Kyle Reese back in time to become your father and creating that loop. Like maybe he's mm. trying to close the loop by taking the zombies and having them attack the person who created them at some point in a... Like a paradox kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. But that wouldn't necessarily work with how time is established to work in the That's MCU, because it all happens oh, at the same time. rules are made to be broken, Fat Sack. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, buddy. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll find out more tomorrow or in a couple hours for Dez, uh, as it were.